Welcome, everyone, to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I am your host, Dave Carney, and I teach large groups. They're pretty big. They're between 100 and 100, I don't know, 30 students at a time. I have three paras, and I teach kindergarten through fifth grade in Fort Myers, Florida. So welcome, and thank you for listening. Today, I want to talk about Capture the Flag. Now, I know other groups, other teachers do Capture Flag in different ways, so I just want to tell you how we do ours. And it was kind of put into place before I even started working at the school. I was told by my paras, you know, this this is how we play it, and I really liked it, but we made some modifications in the past few years, so I'd like to tell you about it. As a matter of fact, at the end of the school year, we used to play kickball with the fifth graders, teachers versus students, but because we have so many students, only about two or three kids got to play in each class, and I thought that kind of was eh, kind of stinky. So I, a few years ago, started playing or got the teachers involved in playing capture flag against the fifth graders so that every student in fifth grade could play, and we just did it on a rotation schedule. So without further ado, let's talk about capture the flag. All right, so Capture the Flag is one of my favorite all-time games in PE, and it's something the students need to work their way up to. We don't play it first thing of the, in the year, and they need to go through the other modifications, um, just basic crossover-type games. If you want to know what crossover is, Joey Fife is where I first saw a crossover on his website, thephysicaleducator.com, so check that out, and we might even do an episode. I'd like to do an episode on crossover and the variations we've added to it over the past few years. So really like crossover. And so crossover is kind of the basic type game. And then we, again, add to it. It's an invasion game. And then we work our way up to capture a flag. So, and the students love it, by the way. But this is a third, fourth, and fifth grade game. We tend to try to play it with second grade at the very end of the year, around springtime. But uh, it's it's difficult for them. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of rules, a lot of strategy. And so uh, let's let's start talking about it. The first thing we do, I, I will mark off a field. Now we play this outside, and so this is what I like about having large groups. And there's lots of advantages and disadvantages, or just in general being outside. You know, there's many many times, including today, when I wished I had a an indoor space, and I do not because the weather always you know is a factor, especially this time of year in Florida. And so I'm always changing things up uh, at the last minute, even. And so. This is a game that works outside, and I'm sure it can be played inside, but I'm going to talk about the outside space because it's a big space. We have a big field, which is great, and this is a game that we play with either two or three classes at a time, so it's lots of kids moving at the same time, which I just think is fantastic, and I've had people say, well, to me before, you know, could you make modifications where you make two smaller fields and it's like a smaller size game? Yeah, I could, but... I find that everybody's, you know, doing something. But to start, let's talk about the dimensions of the field. So when I co- I have a bunch of cones and I will cone off the field, I will do f- about 40 paces and I'll just kind of walk. I'll walk 10 steps or 10 paces, put a cone down. 10 paces, put a cone down. Uh, I'll do 80 basically across. That'll be the length of the field. So 40. And then width-wise, I <laughs> kind of vary this up. I do about 40 across, maybe like 36 to 40 paces across. And I will put two gels 
in the corners. Well, one jail on each side in the corner. Like the red team gets a jail on their side in the corner and the blue team in their corner. And then in the middle of the field, I will cone off a box with uh, football. So we use a football. We call it capture flag. I don't know why. We actually play with the football. And we could, you could play with other things. I've heard of people playing capture the chicken and other things like that. This is capture the flag. But it's a, with a football. So um, I made some modification. This is one modification I'll tell you about right now. I put down poly spots with numbers on them. Now, they don't have to have numbers, but I put down three poly spots, numbers one, two, three, on the blue side as they're entering the box and one on the red side as they enter the box. And they know there can only be three students in that box at a time, and they have to be on the poly spot. Because what I noticed a long time ago, a few years ago, especially when I first started working here, um, there just there'd be like twenty kids in the box, and it just it was ridiculous. And they fight over who gets the ball next. This way, they take turns. They know whoever's on number one gets a chance to take getting the ball across the line. Then number two will move up to number one, and number three will move up to number two, and so forth. And then somebody else can come in on number three. So they take turns. And the person with the ball has to either try to run it across the line to their side or run it, then pass it, and somebody has to catch it. And if they do, that's a point. And then we blow the whistle, and we reset and start over. Uh, what I also noticed was that there were too many people guarding. So the guards, I give five jerseys or pennies to the each team, five blue, five red, and they are the guards, and they can only be in that area and what i'll do is i'll take uh, those little soccer dome orange domes and put them all across the field um kind of near where the jail is and the uh, the ball the box for the ball is and with a little room probably about 15 paces uh out from the from there or uh, from the end line and i will pace it off and no one is allowed in there if they do not have like defensively no one is allowed in there unless they have a jersey on and i know it's a lot and what I'll do is I'll put it on my website so you can check this out. But uh, it seems to work well. I, so that's a very a variation or actually a modification I added the past few years because I noticed there were too many people coming in. And as soon as that person got the ball and they tried to make it out, there was like 30 people just swarmed on them, and it just wasn't fair. So five guards in the defensive zone. Um, and then in the middle part of the zone, people can do different jobs. They can decide to kind of look for an opening and go for the ball. They can get their friends out of jail. So if the flag belts are pulled in enemy territory, they need to go to jail. So they can cut, and they can pull one person out at a time and go down out of bounds back to their side. The third thing they can do is uh, just pull flags. So there's, there's more than one job going on. And, and jobs can change. You can decide, hey, I'm going to go for the ball, and the next time I'm going to go break somebody out of jail. What I'll do after the first round is I will have usually a team meeting. I'll have the blue team get together by themselves and do a, a huddle with one of the coaches. We usually have two coaches out there, especially when there's three classes. We'll have two coaches out there. So I'll have a coach take the red team and do a team huddle and talk about the strategies and what could they have done differently and how could they have done this better and what worked and what did not work. And the students, surprisingly, they come up with some really good answers. They really do. And the, then another coach, or if it's myself, that's that's me. We'll take another, the other group, and have a team huddle and do the same thing. And then we'll play again. And we might modify the rules. Sometimes this is a great one. We did a secret student, and I usually pick somebody that doesn't score a lot, or somebody that's a little more maybe even shy. And I'll, I'll tell them, you know, I'll tell the other team as well. Okay, pick a secret student, and I'll let the coaches pick. 
And if they score, it's worth three points or whatever you want to put it, five points. And so it really gets the kids working on trying to help this student score. Now, I forgot to talk about passing. You can run the ball across, and like I said, you can pass the ball across. If you pass the ball and somebody catches it, that counts as your point. Now, if this is the big one here, if you throw the ball, let's say I throw the ball and my teammate touches it but but drops it, we both go to jail. I've even seen like a triple a triple play where somebody threw it and it bounced off of one student's hands, it bounced off another student's hands, and it hit the ground and they all went to jail. So um, running or passing works, and it's so it's a lot of strategy. It's a lot of running, a lot of moving. I like to play with the kids when I find some good uh, – when I find that they're, they're, it, the groups have got it and there's no – I guess problems going on because there can be and I'm sure you know that with flag belts come the responsibility of how we treat the flag belts and how we treat each other and show good sportsmanship and we don't taunt and we just give them back their flag belt or put it on the ground we don't throw it on the ground or stomp on it and there's just lots of things involved in this game and that's why that my students really they know they need to earn this game and they know that it's it's a privilege and it's been taken away before from them uh, from different grade levels just based on behavior based on poor sportsmanship and based on just being maybe slightly dangerous in how they're playing. Okay, I'd like to keep this short. So now it's time for, you guessed it, our cowbell tip of the day. Okay, the couple tip of the day is this. If you notice that the same students, and I do all the time, they think it's you know it's all about them, or maybe they, they are the fastest students, and they always go for the ball. It's always the same kids, and they dominate the game. I make variations on this, and this is a good TGFU-type strategy. I, I make the variation or the modification that they can only score twice, and that goes for me as well when I play. And I tell them, okay, every, and I'll just say it for everybody, you can only score twice. And that means if you catch a pass, that counts for both of you. Let's say uh, student A throws it to me and I catch it, that counts as, even though it only counts as one point, we, we both scored. So that counts for one of us, that's one of our touchdowns or points scored. And we go and score twice. So you, can, you might want to save that point. And that really gets them to think about, well, do I want to score now and get my team ahead? Or do I want to wait till the end when I can score? Because after that, I tell them they got to pull flags or get people out of jail. And that really sets the, the, the tone. And, and it sets it in a different way in their head. They, they know they have to, you know, they really got to work with that. They can't just say, oh, I'm going to score every time. And trust me, I've had to make that modification because there are some students that are really fast. They're really good at sports. Or they just, I hate to say it, but they think it's all about them. And, and we need to make sure that's not the case. And they need to... I don't want to restrain students from doing their best and giving their best, but I, I need to make sure that other students get a chance to play the game, get a chance to uh, be the hero, get a chance to score the points. And so it, it is a team sport. It's a team game, and I want to make sure that that goes for everybody. So that is your cowbell tip of the day. All right, thank you, everybody. 
for listening in today. That is how we play Capture the Flag. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at supersizephyzed.com and leave a message there. I'd love your input and how you play Capture Flag or uh, hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram. I'd love to see how you do it because I'm always looking for variations in how you play the game or any game like that, especially big invasion games for lots of students because that's what I have. So thank you so much for listening. I want to keep this one relatively short. You guys are awesome. Keep teaching the students the best that you can. Keep doing what you can for these students. Give it your all. And I'll talk to you soon. You guys are awesome. And here's a beat to leave you with.